Hey there, welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I'm glad that you're here to hang out with me today. Today, we are kicking off our new Thursday episode. So exciting. Tuesday of this week was our 100th episode. If you missed that show, I hope that you go back and have a listen. That's 100 episodes of helping working Christian moms create balance and grow in your faith, marriage, parenting, home, career, health, finances, friendship, and some fun along the way. And on that show on Tuesday, we announced a new format for Your Life Rocks podcast. Going forward, each Tuesday, you will get to learn from a guest expert helping us grow in one of eight areas of life. And then on Thursday, you and I will get to hang out. Thursday's show will be a little bit shorter, and we can really dive into the topic and take action. And today, we are talking all about faith and your career. You know, sometimes as a working mom, we live in little silos. We have our time with God check that off the list. We get the kids ready for school, check that off the list. Go to work, check. Come home and do mom duty, check. I get it. And you know what? It's what works and it helps us give 100% of ourselves with what's right in front of us. It helps us be present. And silo living is such a good thing. Except, (laughs) except when it comes to our faith. You know, sometimes we forget to bring our faith with us into our day. We forget that God wants to be with us throughout our day. God instead then becomes like an item on our to-do list or something that we run to when we need strength or comfort or his hand in our situation. Have you ever thought about mixing your faith in your career? Maybe you have, maybe you do, maybe you're like, but Jenny, I'm not allowed to talk about my faith at work. But today we're gonna share three ways that you can mix the two. And as a special note for our Life Balance members, all of our episodes going forward provide additional bonus resources just for you. This goes for Tuesday shows and Thursday shows. And for this episode in the faith area of the resources tab, you will find a worksheet to help you dive a little bit deeper. You'll also find specific examples of things that you can do and some sample prayers. If you're not yet a member, you can learn more and start your free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. Now, some of the things we talked about today might sound a little familiar if you follow me on Facebook. About a month or so ago, I did a video on there about this exact topic, but because it was such an important topic, I wanted to cover it here on the podcast as well. Okay, so diving right in, number one way of combining your faith in your career is we really have to start with us. It starts with our own attitude and our own mindset about our job as a working mom. You know, sometimes we can feel guilty about going to work. We can feel guilty about being so far from home. Maybe you have a long commute that you have to do. Maybe we're missing out on things in our kids' lives and we're just kind of like feeling like, why am I doing this? Maybe your mom was a stay-at-home mom and you just kind of feel a little bit out of sorts about being a working mom. And you know what? Some of you listening, I totally get it. You might have to work. It might be a thing that you need to be able to 
provide for your family and your income really matters and you have to. It's not a choice that you have. And others of you listening, you might really love your job. It's like your career and it's what you have been going to school for. It's what you've worked hard for and you're looking forward to those promotions. And yeah, your family might need the money too, but you also really enjoy it and wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Now, over the course of my working career, I have worn both of those hats, and I'm sure a lot of us have. But even if you really love what it is that you do, there are days that you just don't. (laughs) There are days that you just don't want to go to work, or maybe it's just certain tasks that you have to do that are part of your job. One thing I know for sure is that no job out there is 100% awesome or 100% not awesome. There's always good and bad in everything. But whether you decide that you really love what it is that you're doing or you're just doing it because you kind of have to, know that God has you there for a reason. What if there is a purpose to the job that you are doing right now in this moment, like it or not? Maybe there's something that God is trying to show you or maybe there's something that he's trying to teach you. Maybe you're there just to influence others. Remember that God is in control, whatever the circumstances are, and we are called to do our work onto the Lord and not onto man. The Bible tells us that in Colossians 3.23. And something to think about here, our thoughts dictate our actions and our actions are what make up our life. As you begin to shift your attitude to reflect the life that glorifies God, that's really where the good stuff is. And trust me, I know, sometimes work situations, they can be so frustrating. We might not always understand it or see why God has us where we are, but we have to have faith that he has a plan for us. You know, for me, I can get impatient, especially when it comes to work. I'm always super eager for that next assignment, for growth, for promotion, for blessings in my work. I know that God can move mountains for my favor. I believe that he loves me and he wants good for me. So it can be really, really frustrating when I got to deal with situations that are not my ideal. When I have to do work I don't necessarily want to do. When I feel like my compensation might be unfair or the expectations might be unbalanced. It can be hard (laughs) And hard can be such an understatement. But when I find my mind going down that path, I'm reminded of so many different stories in the Bible. But when I find my mind going down that path, I have to remember so many of the different stories in the Bible when someone was destined to do something awesome but had to wait for it and even endure some not so awesome things on the journey to get there. Think of Joseph, Joshua, David. You know, David was called out as the future king, and the next day he continued with his job of tending to the animals. How many years he worked doing unfitting things of a king. But you know what? In that time, God was preparing the way in the world for him to take that assignment. But God was also preparing a way in David. And maybe God is preparing a way in you for what he has for you in the future. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Looking back over my career, I can see so many times that I was in a place that I didn't necessarily want to be, but I was being trained up in those situations. So be praying and looking at what God has for you where you are. Don't miss it. All right, so number one is your attitude and your mindset. Number two is to pray for your boss. Now, this might be a hard one. Maybe it's a new concept for you and you've never even thought about praying for your boss. Maybe you pray for your boss on occasion or maybe he's part of your daily 
or she is part of your daily morning routine with your prayers. And I've had bosses in the past that I love and they are still mentors of mine. Some of them have gone on to become great friends. But I've also had bosses in the past that uh, they test my nerves a bit. Maybe they make decisions that I didn't agree with or say things or do things that leave me wondering why they're actually my boss. Maybe you've been there too. Maybe not. Hopefully not. But I have talked to a lot of women who kind of feel this way sometimes. And you know what? On the other side of the coin, it's easy to judge and comment about their performance because it's easy to stay focused on ourselves. Innately, that's what comes natural to us. But in the truth... Those that are in authority usually have a ton of stress. Those kinds of positions come with a lot of responsibility and pressure. And maybe you yourself, you're a boss over a team, then you know, you know what it's all about. It's not easy. What is easy is criticizing decisions that are made when we don't have all of the details. And you know what? We see this not just at work, but in the government, in churches, other organizations around us. But a better response than judging is praying. We need to be lifting our leaders up in prayer. So inside Life Balance Membership, I've added a sample prayer challenging you to praise God for the talents and gifts he has given your boss. Yep, let's bring those to the light. I don't care how bad of a boss you think you have. There are talents. There are gifts there. Look for them. Maybe it's healthy for you to be able to shine light on the positive things that your boss has, the things that God has given them. Because you know what? God loves them just like he loves you. And when you pull those things out, ask God to strengthen those things and ask him to allow them to use those strengths for God's glory. You know, going back to the silos of life, when we are in work mode, we can have blinders on to the rest of life. We can get so caught up in seeing our boss as just our boss and not as a person. But they are a person too. So pray for their soul. If they don't know the Lord, pray that they come to know the Lord. Pray for their family. Pray for their health, for blessings in their life. Pray that they would have wisdom and discernment as they make decisions that impact so many. And don't forget to pray for your boss's boss or other leaders in the organization because it's all connected. And be of good heart when you pray. Don't like just decide, okay, I'm going to pray for them, but I'm mad at them and, you know, God, strike your vengeance on them. No, like come to the Come to God with prayer for your boss with a good heart and with good intent for them. Number three is to be the light. Remember when I said that there is a purpose for where you are and that God has you there for a reason. Whatever it is that you're doing, it is possible that the reason that God has you where you are is so that you can be the light in a situation or be a light to somebody, maybe be an example of what a Christian really looks like. You know, sometimes in the workplace, we might be the only Christian there and we might be the only Christian that someone else in your office knows. What are they seeing? Ask yourself that. Like, am I being the example of what a Christian truly is? If I'm the only one that they know, what are they seeing? And I know that that can add some pressure and an expectation, but sometimes we need the hard truth because it is, at the end of the day, still true. Now, you might have a workplace where it's just not okay to talk about your faith, and maybe you have one that's more open. But either way, this quote really applies, and I'm sure you've heard this quote before. I love it. Preach the gospel, and when necessary, use words. Because you know what? Our actions are always going to speak louder than words. 
And you don't have to be weird about it. Just let your light shine. Let your choices speak to your values, what you wear to work, what you say to work, how you interact with your coworkers. You know, even things like deciding not to stay late because it's family dinner night. Explain to your coworkers, like, I'm sorry, but it's family night. I can't stay late. I got to go. Those kind of decisions are hard in the moment, but they speak to your value and they speak to the greater picture of who you are and what you're about. And sometimes those smallest little things can have a huge impact and we don't even see it because they add up over time to build the character of who you are. You know, I was almost 20 years old when I came to know the Lord and it was by a coworker. Uh, Yeah, there were a lot of people in my life at the time that were Christians. In fact, my husband was a Christian. But you know what? He had walked away from the Lord at the time when we had gotten married, even though he grew up in the church. His parents were super involved in the church, and I even went to church with them on occasion. And if you would have asked me, I probably would have said I was a Christian, even though my heart hadn't changed. But what did finally change my heart and let me turn towards God was the little conversations that I would have with a coworker each and every single day. He would tell me about situations in his life and how he prayed and God gave him peace. He would talk about how he had hope in different circumstances because of God. You know, sometimes he would tell me about a song that he heard or talk about a book that he was reading that was just really inspiring him and where he was in his life. And it wasn't that he was preaching to me or trying to convert me or anything like that. He was just being him and he was just letting his light shine. You know, in my mind, I had this image of what it looked like to be a Christian and what it looked like to follow after God. But he was showing me what it actually looked like, the struggles, the questions, The depending on God, the trusting God, the love that he felt from God. You never know who around you is paying attention. You have no idea who it is. And there might be people in your office that you will have that opportunity to be able to be that person for them, to bring them into the Lord. Even if it's in a small way, even if it's just one little comment, one little smile or a note, an encouraging email, you never know what it's going to be. It might even be that someone else is having a deeper conversation, but what you're saying to them is confirmation on what someone else is saying or what God is already placing in their heart or whispering in their ear. Now, it's really easy to think about being the light when things are going great or just even business as usual, but we all know at work, (laughs) sometimes things don't always go that way. And when things get stressful throughout your day, that's when we can be really tempted to be anything but the light. We all have those moments at work when we're just like, oh my gosh, and we're stressed out and we're tense. We might say things or do things that we look back on and maybe wish that we hadn't done. And in those moments, those moments are the best opportunities to put your best foot forward, to pray, to be that light and example for other people. And just like anything else, it's a habit. And the more you do it, the easier the habit will be. And then people will start to see the fruit of the spirit in you and you'll experience it for yourself as well. And when you have that peace that surpasses all understanding in your career, in your job, with you each and every single day, it's so much easier to get through your day. It's less exhausting. It's less stressful. It's kind of amazing. So know that whatever you are doing for your job, God has you right where he wants you. Trust in him with your career, every part of it. Trust him with where you work, how much you make, who you work with, who you work for. Because regardless of the situation, know that he can work it all together for good. 
So let's recap those three points, all right? So number one, we talked about your attitude and mindset, how you're looking for work. Are you looking at work and saying, I really don't wanna go to work today? Are you looking at it and saying, Lord, I'm excited to see what you're gonna do today at work? Really shift that attitude. And number two is to begin to pray for your boss. Lift them up in prayer. Lift up all of the leaders around you in prayer and maybe even be praying for your coworkers. Be praying for that right opportunity coming to number three where you can be that light for people. You can be that example of Jesus's love in your workplace. Look for those opportunities. Pray that God would show you those opportunities and when they show up, step up. I want to thank you for taking the time to tune into the show today. I hope that you join us next week when we talk about strengthening your marriage on Tuesday. I'm really excited. We'll have Kimberly Walton with us talking all about how we can do just that. And then on Thursday, I will be back with you to share more tips to help you create balance in your life. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single one of these episodes. And if you're ready to go deeper and learn the systems to help you create more balance in your life, visit lifebalancemembership.com to start your free seven-day trial. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.